Hey, Agent Peking and Confit. Hey, Larange. Hey, Larange. That's Agent Larange. I just graduated the academy with my specialization in chemical ordnance. Sweet. I'll treat you to something on the menu. Let's go grab lunch. Hello, what can I get you? Might I recommend a salad? It's super fresh and specially made. No thanks. No thanks. Sure, let me have it. Yeah, I, I brought my own salad, but I could use some water. That'll work. I mean, sure, here you go. Oh, this is going to be great. When do, you, when do we do it? You'll know when it's coming. It's going to be worth it. All right, let's go find a seat. We got our lunch. Okay, so you picked a great time to graduate. Things are really pretty peaceful. Yeah, it's pretty good, all things considered, though. I am going to get bored. Yeah, Fowl's got that floating egg fortress over the city, but they're just pale imitations of us. We got better weapons and training. Yeah, the real problem would be those supervillains. I mean, we can handle most anything, but those powers they have are really weird and hard to counter. <laughs> yeah, good thing that idiot in the cape takes care of them. They're too stupid and egotistical to band together anyways. Otherwise, this city would be in real danger. <coughs> This uh, salad, uh, it feels uh, like it's coming. <laughs> All right, I'll get the bucket and mop. Maybe the salad isn't that fresh. Oh, shit! It's crawling out of his mouth! Fuck! It's strangling him now! I'll cut the knife from my utility knife. Oh, my stomach. I'll get it. Just have water. Fuck! <laughs> Four out of five agents prefer having their thirst and lies quenched by the liquidator. Oh man. Oh fuck, I need to warn Jay Gander about this attack. I'll just reach him on the intercom. <laughs> what a revolting death! I knew hiding in the intercom would pay off! Agents, I have received some chatter. Fowl is up to something, and we need to raise our Oh my god! Peking! Confit! Larage! All my best agents cut down! I have no choice but to call the only one we have left. Where do I keep those tiny planes? Gamer needs food badly. Let's go! that yaps in the night Michael King and joining me is guest wait intern yes wait well no Brandon's not in this episode so I guess he's he's graduated the full-on co-host Ivan that's right screw Brandon I've, I've taken over the kitchen <laughs> no more harassment for you <laughs> that's right it's all me. Uh, it's been a long time coming to make this episode, but we're finally doing it and tackling it. We are playing Darkwing Duck. Ah, <laughs> oh, fuck, I love that show. Oh, man. There's an awesome show, and th this was a pretty good <laughs> representation of it, this game was. I enjoyed playing it. How about you, Mike? Absolutely. I was worried that it was going to be some weird disconjoined discombobulated mess that's like like Friday the 13th where it's just like let's just throw Jason in the movie but have let's just throw Jason in the game but have nothing to do with the movies and this one was just like well it's got all the villains we got St. Canard we've got we, we got Darkwing Duck oh, 
Yeah, yeah, you've got bosses from the world, most of them. You got Shush and Foul. You got the same spirit, the same adorable irreverence. Yep, and a... I am ha- hopeful and happy that apparently he'll be coming back in the new DuckTales. Although it'll probably be like as a uh, as a one-off character. But if this leads to a series revival in the next year or two... Oh, that'd be nice. I, uh, have you seen the new DuckTales? No, it's sad to say I haven't seen it, but I, I loved the original as a kid, and I loved the Darkwing Duck show as yeah, well. Yeah, this... I had a real, really good time. Who's a, like, I've got nephews, so they'll often ask me to put on shows for them, and when I heard DuckTales was coming back, I'm just like, all right, I'm watching this for me. Like, I'm not making any excuses. Yeah. I'm going to check out this DuckTales, see what it's like. <laughs> and it's got David Tennant as Scrooge McDuck. Danny Pudi from Community as Huey. Uh, Bobby Moynihan, if you remember nice. uh, his show Chosen, where he was like a rapper. Mm-hmm. So, it's got... Oh, and uh, Katie Micucci from Garfunkel and Oates. She's uh, Webby Gale. So, they got an amazing all-star cast and... Uh, the shows I've seen, they have a tremendous respect for the past while bringing it in hilarious and irreverent new directions. So, uh, I'm happy. Yeah, I, I, I did play the Wii U game. I thought they did an excellent job with that as well. A similar respect Oh, you mean the DuckTales remaster? Past world. Yeah, DuckTales oh, remaster. was fantastic as well. But we're not talking about that. We're not talking about (laughs) DuckTales tonight. (laughs) Us get off track? Never. No, we can't blame Brent. We can't even blame it on Brandon. No, this is all on us. Oh, damn. Are we part of the problem? No. Self-awareness is hit us. It's always better when it's someone else's fault. This is the game Darkwing Duck, not the series Darkwing Duck, however. Very good. And, and this... Also the NES version of Darkwing Duck. It also came out for the Game Boy. I believe it was ported to the PC as well. Uh, some other There was one for uh, the console Turbo... systems. Yeah, there was one Turbo- for, for the TurboGrafx-16, but it looked completely different. Right. It, I think the Angry Video Game Nerd rated that as the worst game for the TurboGrafx-16. But this game, fortunately, was a, a lot better. So. Yep, and this one came out... It's a platformer video game based on the Disney television series re- developed by Capcom. So, you know, when Disney and Capcom work together, they don't often turn out a stinker. Yeah, a la DuckTales from 1989. They did a similarly good job with this one in 1992, so relatively late in the NES cycle. And by that that standard, I was expecting a little bit more, but still, they did a nice job with this, a pretty playable game. Yeah, it just seems like they kind of, like, even though it was done by them, it seems like they kind of phoned it in, because this was 1992. The Super Nintendo had already been out. Yeah. So why they didn't give this a better looking thing, like they could have just uh, redone the uh, like the Mega Man X engine slightly, but now this is a Mega Man Five engine based game. Right. They tweaked it a little bit, but it it still looked like something out of nineteen eighty seven or something. I it was one of the things I. Took a few points off of on the game for. Yeah, if, you, I, if you're going to rip off a Mega Man game, rip off Mega Man 2. Yeah. I think they did a better job with DuckTales, the the game that is to say, than this one. But 
Yeah, one of the again. Yeah, one of the key elements of Darkwing is that he's got like a, a multitude of gadgets in his gun, like a grappling hook, a gas dart, sleep gas, solidifying agents when he's taking on the liquidator, and that they base right. it off a Mega Man engine. You would think, oh well, Mega Man's got a variety of powers, so so will That's Darkwing. Right. This Darkwing's got to have up to eight powers at least, right? Yeah. He's got the engine for it. Nope. <laughs> yeah, right. We got. We got uh, one main weapon is gas gun, and then you got three special weapons that you can pick up in the stage. The lightning gun, where you can shoot a couple of bolts diagonally in front of you. The heavy gas gun, where you shoot a puff of gas, hits the ground, and then it shoots left and right. And you've got the arrow gas gun, which hits hard, and also if it hits a wall, you can use it temporarily as a platform. So they some decent weapons, but as you say, you know, not too many of them. And even so, um, i got to take marks off of it right off the bat that you can only carry one of these at a time. Right, right. It's got the Castlevania problem in that regard. You'll be going along, you'll pick, be okay with the arrow gas, then you run into something... Of, Wait a minute, where did I get the lightning gas? Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. yeah, you're running through an yeah. enemy while shooting him. And then, no, I will and say, then he drops like an air on you. are just like, fuck, I needed heavy gas right now. Yeah. I will say that generally you were getting the gas uh, with an icon that's fixed in the stage so that if you wanted to avoid it, you could. It was a little easier than Castlevania in that regard. But as you say, you can only carry one of them at a time and, and this was a game where you really needed to have some options if you were trying to play it straight with the gas gun which i was primarily it, it it's it gets pretty difficult there's some of the enemies that become bullet sponges yeah and some enemies come at you diagonally so you need the uh, the lightning gun that shoots at a diagonal right. angle and then there's some enemies that like really stay low to the ground so mm-hmm. you need the heavy gas, but the worst part is, is that like you can't select. That you like you should be able to be like, all right, I'm gonna swap out my arrows for heavy gas, so I can do this. No, like it pun- it, pun- it punishes yep. you for trying to think on the fly, and it's kind of forcing you to remember. It's forcing you to fail. So that you can remember and only go off by memory as to what you will need. Yeah, and that that was also, you bring up an excellent point there, that was also something I struggled with. You kind of had to know the game in advance, and this is kind of an issue with old NES games in the first place. You had to memorize a lot in order to get through it smoothly, but you had to know what was coming up, or you'd find yourself walking right into a guy. You know, and he's running at you and it takes five shots to kill him or something. And before you know it, he's running into you and taking out one of your four life points. Yeah, that is... Oh, my God. There, Yeah. Let's just... Before we get into the loves, I think we're going to have to trash this movie proper. And then and, and, and then we'll <laughs> dust it off and go, oh, come on, you ain't all bad. That's right. But, yeah, you only have four hit points. Period. Not like... Well, you gather power-ups throughout the game, you know, like Mega Man does, where he gets, like, energy tanks. Right. Or, you know, his health bar gets extended. No, you don't get to extend your health bar. You don't get to get, like, another heart with four points in it. You don't get any armor. It's just four fucking shields, and you can't replenish them. You can't... Uh, Actually, that's not true. Oh, you get to carry a first aid kit or something? Oh, sorry. I misunderstood. No, you, you don't get to carry anything, but there are drops in the level that can restore some or all of your life. Yeah, but if you're facing a boss, you don't get those drops. That is true. So. There is no E-tank. No, and if you, so if you get to the boss and you've taken a hit, you basically have to go back through the level and hope that you don't encounter an enemy that will hurt you, but will drop hearts so that you can go in. And I don't see... Like, if this is based off a Mega Man engine, they took out the best parts. Again, a variable arsenal, body armor, or, you know, an E-tank. 
have passwords and it did it. No, regrettably not. I, I didn't have to confess, I did not finish this game. And one of the reasons I didn't was the absence of a password system. I was able to take out, uh, we should probably get back to some general points. The game starts out with Darkwing getting sent out on assignment by Jay Gander Hoover, or sorry, Jay Gander Hooter, <laughs> to take out uh, Fowl and their uh, minions. So you have three levels that you can select. You know, kind of Mega Man style. You can go to the bridge, the city, or the sewers. And oh, another once another take... Mega Man thing that they took out, which I thought would have been great, was that if you gain the powers of the villains you beat, you know, like a water like a water blast when you beat the Liquidator, or a direct sure. or a direct lightning blast when you beat Megavolt, or a banana peel that you can use to trip up enemies. From Quacker Jack. Yeah. I would have been okay if they went that way. I was okay that they didn't in this. Darkwing being the analog for Batman. Yeah, I was happy to have him with a variety of guns. It you know, as you say though, not being able to carry all of them at once. You know, being able to toggle between them and only having three special weapons was more my complaint. But uh, anyway, once you take out the first three levels then you get access to another three levels and i never got to those second set of three levels <laughs> which boss tripped you up uh it was the sewers level i was able to get through to the other two bosses i don't think i ever got through the sewer level and so a, a password system really would have helped me yeah, yeah. especially since like, if you have a game that's based on trial and error or level memorization, you really, yeah. especially this late in the game, they had, like, Legend of Zelda saved your progress, right? Yeah, it was one of the first games to have an in-game battery save, or in cartridge, yeah. I should and say. and Dragon Warrior had saves, and, you know, there were... There were games I could save. This was near the end of the NES cycle. Like, well, hell, Mega Man, Mega Man Five, <laughs> yeah, the game that this, the engine that this used, yeah. had a save feature. So they took that out for some reason. Yeah, I guess they wanted. All previous Mega Mans had the password system. It was a bad password yeah. system, as far as I'm concerned. But it's still, they still had one. Except for the first, the first Mega Man did not have a password. It was part of that difficulty as well. But all the rest of them did. So. That, that would have helped this game. Yeah. Like, the um, for something that's supposed to be intended for kids, this was... This was really brutal. Yeah. Yeah, it was not easy. I, I What progress I did make was hard fought. Okay. I know. That being said, going, you know, as we're sitting here trashing it up and down, I have to say that I did enjoy playing it. Yeah, you know, once you got used to the levels, you know you knew where that one guy was going to pop out or whatnot. You knew to avoid the wep- getting the weapon here. It, it was a fun. It was a fun game. It does it, make you feel like the terror that flaps in the night when you, when you finally get your act together, and finally get learn how to grapple through the uh, the construction stages, and yeah. just grapple along these hooks with uh, these rolling winches, making it over yeah. chasms. That, that's an excellent point we hadn't yet brought up the grappling feature that that was a lot of fun you had spots in the level you know lanterns or vines or whatever that you could grapple onto you could jump while you were grappling you, know, you couldn't walk along it so to speak you couldn't go hand over hand but you could jump and they had a number of challenges that tested you on that yeah, it's, it's kind like of course, it's like if Darkwing just like poured glue on his hand like you can you can stay in place, but you can't really like mantle along the ceiling or or along walls or anything. Like you can hold on to something, but that's it. You can't move. It's either you hold right. on or you drop. And the bosses made pretty good use of that mechanic as well. Uh, they moved a little too quickly, in my opinion. Uh, you had to be really quick, getting on the same level as the boss or 
you know, whatever target you were looking at, you had to be pretty damn quick. But I did like that they made you go from level to level in large part using this grappling mechanic. That was fun. Yeah, well, let's get to the bosses. You got Bushroot, Megavolt, Liquidator, Moliarity, Quackerjack, and, uh, well, correct me if I'm wrong, Ivan, but I don't recognize this werewolf guy. No, this was uh, the only boss that they made for the game. An interesting bit of trivia. He did not appear in the comics, did not appear in the show. And I have to say that really surprises me. He fits perfectly in with all the other you know, rogues gallery of supervillains. I would have expected that he would have shown up in the show at some point, but yeah, nope. He definitely had the Just, potential for being a decent villain. I mean, think about it. Darkwing yeah. fighting a were-duck? Yeah. Or, like get, or getting bitten by him and then trying to find a way to cure himself so then he can cure the other guy and stop him. Well, maybe it's uh, something they can do when they bring in Darkwing Duck to the DuckTales series. They can have him start off against Wolf Duck. <laughs> Scrooge is going to be like calling in a favor from Shush and they'll be like well we kind of lost all of our agents like they're all busy right now but we got this intern so like we can send him but uh, I, I'd really recommend not doing that because he's kind of energetic and and uh, self-centered <laughs> mm-hmm. now maybe they'll have Launchpad bring him in they, they did have that tie-in they Launchpad does appear in this game as well. Uh, he's the one that takes you to each level in his plane. So you don't see him other than that, but I think a, he is in the game. I think a great twist would be like in the in the new cartoon to be like to have Launchpad not like Darkwing. <laughs> He'd be like, That's right. "Hey, seems like a blowhard, Mister D." Look down on him with scorn. <laughs> Yeah. So let's see. Any other general points? Oh, the money system. Yeah. Uh, the kind of like, kind of like Ducktales. You're able to find diamonds or gold bars. Diamonds were worth a hundred points or a hundred dollars or whatever. Gold bars were worth five hundred. So it didn't really affect anything. You know, it was one of those early NES mechanics that they thought people would. I guess just want to see how high they could go. It didn't give you any tangible game benefit, but it was there. Yeah, the useless point system. I mean, like I don't need. I like in uh, I like in games like when you get a certain amount of points, it leads to an extra life, like Ninja Turtles. Sure, that gave you yeah, a reason to collect some shit. Any uh, many games uh, used it in that way, and I thought I think that would have been a good. Actually, wait a minute. Oh, fuck. I think they did do that. I was watching a run-through of this. Yeah, as I said, I didn't finish it, so I wanted to see how the ending levels. And I think once you got high enough, you did get an extra life. Mm. So I, I I guess it did have that benefit. Yeah, without save state. It, it was a, it, it, there, you couldn't do it too many times. Without save state, I, you're going to need them. Yeah, I think you ended up getting an extra two if you went through the entire game. So, a little benefit, I guess. 
And uh, not a mechanic I was fond of. Yeah, and again as a negative point, being based off a Mega Man engine, what was one of the best parts of that when it came to boss fights? The bosses had a health bar. not see the health bar on these guys and if you were fortunate enough to have the arrow gas you were generally able to take them out pretty quickly they were went down in about six hits but if you were trying to uh, face them with your standard gun then it, it took a long time and you just kept going and going and had no idea how long it was going to take just seemed to take forever because you couldn't see how much progress you'd made I will say this about the bosses, though. They nailed their looks and their attacks pretty good. Yes. They were challenging. Yeah, this gets back, this gets back to one of the main uh, appealing features of the game for me. They really captured the spirit of Darkwing Duck. They got the sprites really well done for the bosses, for, you know, pretty well done for Darkwing himself. And as you said, the... They had some pretty good inventiveness with the bosses that matched up with the, what you would think of as some of the standard powers. You know, you had the bush root uh, telepathically throwing apples at you, you know, via some vine across the screen. And then that vine would latch onto a tree and spit seeds at you. Right. So... And you had the yeah. liquidator would move around, melding with the water, shooting water up into the air at you and then quacker jack he'd just be running he'd be avoiding you while running along the screen while mr banana brain drops what was it bananas or rocks at you or yeah i'm sorry to say i don't remember but he threw stuff at you he threw stuff at you just as you would have expected it they, they did a good job with the bosses they they could have been a little bit little bit more manageable to me but i thought that they were <clears throat> constructed well yeah i thought that the uh again that if it was like more Mega Man based that if you could collect powers from another boss like you could use like a hydro blast from the liquidator to short out mega vault yeah yeah they they could they missed a an opportunity in that regard you know upgrading your gun maybe if only there was a Super Nintendo adaptation of it. Darkwing X. <laughs> there you go. <clears throat> and uh, story-wise, again, Darkwing is acting on behalf of Shush to stop Fowl from taking over the city of St. Canard. But, you know, this is just like a niggling point. Uh, most of those guys don't work for Fowl. At most, they work yeah. for Niggy Duck. And that was on the rare occasion they could work together. Yeah, they took a little bit of a liberty. But I, I was okay with that in terms of the game. You gotta have a, a Yeah, gotta have a structure. You gotta have a main end boss. They, they could have made it Negaduck. In this case, they made it um, Steelbeak, head of the fiendish organization for world larceny. And yeah, they proclaim like Steelbeak to be the leader of uh, Fowl, but if you ever watch the show, Steelbeak is just like upper management, but he's not the leader. It's the uh, right. it's the three shadows. Right. We never get to see their faces, but they're the ones that call the shots. But well, I guess they they figured it was easier to have Steelbeak as the ending boss sprite instead of three shadows that. <laughs> You know, Darkwing would have a little trouble interacting with. Well, yeah, well, so. they'd probably be like, you'd see them on a monitor and they'd be like controlling drones and shit to attack them. And when he destroys their yeah. stuff, they'd be like, well, you broke our base, but you won't find us, Darkwing. And then that opens up a door for a sequel. 
But yeah, mm-hmm. the, I think the final boss of this game should have been Negaduck. Because think about it, all this t- all this ash you're kicking his Darkwing Duck with his with his guns and his abilities, and then all of a sudden you face your equivalent, someone who uses his own variable gas guns and can deflect your shots with his cape. Sure, a la Zelda too. Yeah, Shadow Duck. Yeah, yeah, I could have seen that. Negaduck in there. He's a compelling character. Yeah, they they might do it. I, they had good success with DuckTales Remastered, and they've had some recent reintroduction of this game itself. It was included in the Disney Afternoon Collection for PC, uh, PS4, and Xbox One in this last April. So, yeah, maybe we'll get lucky. Maybe they'll go along the route of remastering or reworking or Reimagining DuckTales, or yeah, Darkwing Duck. I know I enjoyed the DuckTales remaster. I mean, voice acting, yeah, for sure. redone music. Oh, speaking of music, they really nailed it, at least for the uh, for the intro theme on this game. But I didn't have any problems with the uh, with the level music. not anything special but it was certainly wasn't anything objectionable they 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 did a nice job of putting in some decent you know music to play by the composer for the game was Yasuoki Fujita who also did coincidentally Mega Man 3 most of Mega Man 3 he also did Little Mermaid and I'm sure you you've played Mega Man 3 had a lot of good music in that game as well so did a pretty good job with this game. He also did Breath of Fire. But that was like a team effort. And uh, then he also did Little Mermaid, Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Yep. 
and he seemed to have retired in 2000, but came out of retirement to do the Solar Man stage for Mega Man 10. Mm-hmm. So, not a bad composer, certainly. So, let's see, is there any other general points that we have missed? I can't think of any myself. Uh, How about some of the the enemy sprites in some of the levels? Did you have any enemies that stuck out to you as being uh, especially challenging or uh, especially cute? Well, as far as challenges, there was that um, that green son of a bitch that held up a cape that deflected everything except for the brief oh, second God. when he yeah. throws a dagger at you. Right. So basically, yeah. you have to make him attack you and then... Using your, using your very nominal speed, dodge the dagger that has been thrown at you, and you have to get close enough to him to make him trigger it as well. So you can't just do it from yep. a distance and fire. You got to get up close and like narrowly dodge every knife he throws at you, every time. Right, right. And if you wait until he throws the knife in order to jump, by the time you landed, his guard will already be up. So you you actually have to anticipate when he throws it in order to hit that brief timing window of when he's vulnerable. Yeah, I hated that guy. Yeah, fuck that guy. But there were there were plenty of guys that I was happy to see. Some of them were challenging anyway, but the Rocket Turtle, for instance, I don't know if you remember him. <laughs> the guy that throws his own shell at you? Right, throws the own shell, his own shell, and then it... Uh, boomerangs back at you but while he's waiting for it to come back he sits there with his arms crossed head off to the side a frustrated frown on his face and he's tapping his foot i mean it's just adorable yeah. did he have did he have like boxers on or was he just like naked i i don't remember I, certainly they they were not going to i think they might have had boxers on I know they wouldn't have wanted to have even the appearance of nudity. How about, so any other guys that you appreciated or uh, struggled with? Been a while, but there were, there were some neat enemies. I, mm, what pissed I, I me off is the of, ones that just like show up right off the screen and just keep charging at you. Yeah, yeah, the edge, the edge screen spawning was difficult with this game for some of the guys that there was a crocodile that would run at you would take like five or six of your regular gas gun hits so you had to be practically already firing by the time that he appeared on the screen and you had to be standing still if you were running forward you were cutting off your own time in order to react there was one other guy that i actually didn't face myself i didn't get this far but looked really really frustrating the this like terminator duck oh that guy would... fucking bullet sponge good look yeah. though gotta give him credit he like they nailed him oh absolutely like, what was he the yeah, quackinator they... right so you he would take something like 10 or 12 hits and at that point brief explosion of fire and then you just have the steel skeleton which would charge you and and it would you could you could defeat him with like another 10 or 12 hits but when you do that the, he like breaks apart and then he's just a torso that th launches himself with his arms to mm -hmm. attack you so his attack style constantly changes when he's terminator duck he shoots at you when you blow his skin off then he charges at you and then when you break his lower legs then he just like attacks you like a flea so as far as enemies go, he is a real he was son the, of a bitch. Yeah, he was the kingpin of the standard enemies for sure. I'll tell you another enemy that stood out to me. Uh, again, the adorable irreverence of the game coming out in this was the armored mouse. <laughs> it just wasn't any kind of a challenge. It slowly walk at you. You'd have to hit him in the head to knock off his helmet, revealing you know, a tiny little brown mouse head, and then hit that brown mouse head to take him out. But just 
I, w I was happy whenever I saw him because it, it was just too cute. <laughs> yeah, so as far as like regular levels go, this had enough to keep you to keep you engaged. Like it wasn't just like, mm -hmm. oh, we're gonna have like the the same few enemies and you always just shoot them and you're done. No, you have to think every time you attack these things. Right, and they took you all over the place. They took you up a building. You're going across a construction site. They took you underground. Uh, there was one part where you actually had waterfall obscuring your site. You couldn't tell where some of the holes were. You couldn't see your sprite, which was creative. Yeah, the levels themselves, yeah, I wouldn't want to shower too much praise on them, but they were creative. I, I appreciated them. Yeah, and then the bosses, like Quacker Jack, he runs along and Mr. Banana Brain shoots stuff at you. Wolf Duck, the uh, the one made for this game, he is invincible and he will throw crates at you. And then when clouds cover the moon, he shrinks and becomes vulnerable. Yet, strangely enough, this is when he's at his real worst. Because he charges at you like a motherfucker. Right. Yeah. And this is, yeah, and this is supposed to be his enemies. weak, scrawny form. Right. Well, he doesn't attack you at that point. All you got to do is uh, jump over him. But it, it's a pretty quick-moving fight. As long as you are able to time out when he is throwing a box at you, it's one of the easier boss yeah, fights. But he beat me simply by charging through me in his weak form. I'm like, yeah. I'm able to handle the wolf... It's the duck that keeps killing me. Fuck this guy. Hmm. Then you've got the liquidator, who, uh, as you pointed out earlier, uh, melds around with the water, moves around as you would have expected him to do, reappears in various spots, has a couple of different water patterns. He'll shoot it up, have it rain down on you, you avoid it. Or he'll have it come up at a diagonal and then shoot you know, three different water droplets on a diagonal that can hit you. So that that was a that was a pretty interesting boss. I'm just surprised that like, again in the uh, in the cartoons anyway, he has to shoot him with like some rubber cement or something to yeah. solidify him. It just kind of didn't make sense that like if you eventually shoot water long enough, it will die. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like I, Chuck it up to the, I don't want to nit, the realities of a video game. I don't want to nitpick, but you, you'd think that at least that there would be something in that boss area that you could pour on him. Like concrete powder or gelatin or something. You know, like you shoot a, a, a handle and it drops something on him that will hurt him. But the fact that your right. bullets hurt him when they really shouldn't, because that's the whole point of him being liquid, is that he's impervious right. to uh, arms fire. Yep. Or at least make it so that you have to have the lightning gas or something like that. Yeah, like like make it so that you obviously have to change your tactics with this guy. Yeah. But they did So you got... And then you got Moliarty. Hit some. Moliarty right. is like the thinking technical guy. And right. he's, he's an interesting character. Yeah, this boss was another one that I, I thought yeah, is not a terribly complicated mechanic, but it was a creative one. You got uh, two different blinking lights that are shooting fire at you up on the top level, and I believe there's one down on the bottom level. If you shoot out those lights, he will go and repair the damage, and while he's there, you have an opportunity to lay some fire onto him. You, know, you could kind of hit them anyway, but it's harder with all three of them active. And of course, with all three of them active, you got that much more fire from those lights coming at you. So you you got a clear strategy. I appreciated that guy. Then you got Megavolt. Now this one was a little less creative. You had uh, Volt oh, Spark running back and forth on the bottom of the screen. So you basically had to be up, either on a platform or hanging on a lantern. And he would occasionally throw up 
uh, sparks at you and have them rain down, kind of like the liquidator thing. Yeah, and then, uh, like, you just shoot him. There's no uh, particular strategy. You just dodge all this shit and shoot him when you can. And then you make it to Bushroot, who, again, throws things that mantle onto trees and shoot at you but you can't you can't seem to stop it beforehand it's not like you could shoot the seeds in midair and you know give right. give yourself some uh some room right he's attacking you and you can't stop him from doing it yeah but he's not too bad yeah once you figure him out about the the real problem and you were talking to me before when i was playing this game and i just thought oh i can finally make it to Steelbeak. Like, what's this guy mm-hmm. going to do? Charge at me or something? And, uh, oh, fuck is he hard. Steelbeak is definitely the hardest boss in the game, and he's got two uh, two parts, meaning he's got twice the health. When you first make it to the room, Steelbeak is sitting in a control room, and these mechanical drones will attempt to destroy you, and your goal is to shoot the window out, but... Right, he... He's up in the top right corner behind a window shield. Uh, he's guarded by it. So you've got to use a minor system of lanterns to get up to his level and shoot out the window shield, which force, forces him down onto the ground yep, level. The lanterns are near the top of the screen. Like, just in your jumping... Well, you have to jump on one to make it to the other, so... But the hard part is that as soon as you destroy the drones, two more come down right a fucking way. So right. you You'll never mo- get to clear the room to take your shot. It, it's, it's difficult. You, you have a very limited amount of time once you get up to those lanterns to get in position to get those drones out. And that, that's almost the entire fight right there. Once you get in position and you're on the far lantern, you're able to shoot at both the drones and the window at the same time and then you force him down and he becomes basically a harder version of wolf duck throwing a safe at you and running back and forth across the screen and he even grabs a tray to deflect your bullets which you know that that's a nice bit of ingenuity and then he runs forward to captain america you in the face with (laughs) with with the tray so they give him a nice goon a nice goon quality. Well, I gotta commend you for getting through, getting through the game, getting through to him, and finishing it up. Because this game, while it had a lot to say for it, had a lot to, a lot of positives to speak of, it was not easy. So I, I commend you on that. Well done, Mike. <laughs> I couldn't have done it without save states. If I had to play this game on the <laughs> NES, I would have been like, "Fuck you, Capcom." You ruined one of my favorite properties by turning it into yep. this bullet storm shit stack. Fuck you, Capcom. Fuck you, Disney. Fuck you, Darkwing. That would have been me. <laughs> but thankfully, with save states, I was able to blast through this game before it wore down my resolve. Yeah, save states saved the day. <laughs> All right, well, I, I think we've pretty well describe this game well, both the positives and negatives don't forget the victory lap when you beat Steelbeak it shows Darkwing driving along the bridge like it's been a long night he's headed home and he hits a rock and goes flying into the wall <laughs> right with him sil- silhouetting against the moon and they freeze the shot as he's falling off the motorcycle <laughs> yeah again the spirit of the game was captured well yeah, any any fan of Darkwing Duck, anybody that really enjoyed the Capcom games, I would recommend this game. It it was not without its flaws, but it had a lot of spirit, so I, I did appreciate it. I was happy with it and happy to play it. Very good. So I guess that would beg the answer: Would we come back for seconds? Hmm. Not for this game in particular, but if they did like a high-def remaster, which would mm-hmm. obviously be adjusted for uh, difficulty, and either have like a save log or checkpoints, stuff like that, 
I would definitely go for that, especially if they like touched it up where bosses had health meters. Darkwing could vary his arsenal. Like I could see myself playing like a much better version of this game. Yeah, I, I would second you there. And I would personally go back for seconds on the NES simply because I didn't get through it this time. <laughs> you have and unfinished I, business. I do have unfinished business. I would appreciate seeing the second set of three levels, not just on a video, but playing through them myself. But yeah, this game has a lot of potential. If they wanted to redo it, they could do an excellent job with it. So would you have any foods that you would compare this game to? Hmm. Food. If you're struggling, I have one. Yeah, all right. I, you start first, and I'll see if I should steal it or if I can build on it. So my wife fantastic cook i'll say this in front she does a lot of the cooking in the house so this is not a knock on her but she experimented one night she tried a lasagna turkey pizza combination this kind of weird concoction turkey meat a lasagna sauce pepperoni just kind of threw it all together in a casserole and it was good you know, it was it had all those individual components which were all tasty, but it was really soupy without the lasagna noodles to absorb the sauce. It just had way too much liquid, so you had to drain out the liquid. You know, it was a little bit uh, of a gummy concoction. Hmm. Yeah, the consistency was a little off, <coughs> but it had it still had a lot to speak for it. So the that is this game in a nutshell for me. It had a, had some positives, but had some definite flaws in the construction as well. I think I'm going to compare it to a casserole, which is pretty good, except someone put like onions or celery and peppers in it. Mm -hmm. And I'd be like, if you could just take those out, this would be a lot more palatable. Or perhaps uh, put in some sausage it needs a little bit more spice yeah i can see that but okay so for uh substitutions i guess i gotta go with mega man if you're gonna play a game that plays like mega man play mega man <laughs> that's right specifically Do it right. two or three yeah that's a good one absolutely for me I have a couple of substitutions. The obvious one, of course, would be DuckTales, a similar game in terms of the platforming, in terms of capturing the spirit of a popular TV show. But I would also substitute in Castlevania in terms of the mechanic of having special weapons that drop and having other items that drop that fuel the special weapons. A very similar situation in Castlevania as everyone's familiar with.
Alright, so I guess we're done with Darkwing. It was a good game worth playing. Recommend it. But it it had a lot of room for improvement. Yeah, recommended with safe states. <laughs> exactly. So I think that's about it. And uh, if you want to hear more from me, you can check out the playing the uh, well the playing with power podcast as you're listening to it on that feed. And you can also check out the graveyard shift horror with Sheldon and Mike, where we talk about horror video horror movies. And even Ivan is on the Zombieland review episode. Yes, I had a very good time. And I've listened to those episodes from the beginning. Even if you're not a fan of the horror genre, which by and large, I'm, I'm kind of not. It, it's still a good podcast to listen to. Mike and Sheldon are very entertaining. And it's a, it's a good listen. I'd highly recommend it. Yeah, that's what we try to do. Like we, we don't imagine that everyone has seen every movie we're doing, but we try to make it so that you know you don't have to. You don't have to see it. Like you'd still have a good time hearing about it and hearing us talk about it. So I'm glad to know that at least for you, we've achieved that. Absolutely. One hundred percent. And. So. Uh, so what game are we going to be tasting next time? So next time we will be sampling Ninja Gaiden. Yeah. The original one for the NES. There wasn't any food in that game, was there? No, not really. I, I guess you could say that the the boss at the first level was at a bar. There's probably some pretzels or some shit there. but Yeah. No, so. it, there'll, there'll be kind of a loose tie-in food-wise, but yeah, usually, I'm looking forward to covering that one. Yeah, usually Ninja we Gaiden try to... was elude, one of my favorites. We try to elude with a uh, with a food that was in the game without mentioning the game, but this... Like, there's no food in the game, and saying, like, hey, we're going to start a bar fight. Like, shit, how many video games have a bar? <laughs> yeah. So it's Ninja... Well, in any case... It's Ninja Gaiden. Ninja Gaiden. 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 <laughs> Ninja Gaiden Smith. There you go. In any case, looking forward to that. And until next time, the kitchen, the kitchen is closed. Is closed. thing that idiot in the cape takes care of them they're too stupid and egotistical to band together otherwise the city would be in real danger cough this salad is, feels like it's coming um okay brandon you don't say cough first off fuck you i do say cough <laughs> you... <laughs> second <laughs> you're supposed to like, we established that the plant is climbing up your throat, so you have to be garbled and shit. Although, your net is so fucking garbled, oh, was garbled. I can't really tell. <laughs> I, I also genuinely forgot that uh, I was the one that was going to die first. <laughs> which is convenient. Oh my god. You, you're I fucking Ron Burgundy. I was like, reading it, and I was like, yep, like, there's my death. Ron Burgundy. <laughs> the city will be in danger. Cough. This no, man. is coming. I say cough. Because <laughs> I really actually thought that it was like, this city will be in real danger. Cough. And then, like, 
all of a sudden this salad feels like it's coming. No, at that point the salad is climbing up your throat. So your dialogue is you extruding words while being garroted from the inside. So, all right. Yeah, words such as this salad feels like it's coming. Unless you want like this salad, like that's what I'm doing anyway. Yeah, well, I I couldn't hear you, so we'll try try that line again.